legitimately thought to myself, okay, this is going to go one or two ways. You're going to you're going to struggle to get past the fact that you this person has blatantly lied to you and yeah. hopes to have a a good interaction. Like what? <laughs> Who does that? Or you're going to kindly gather your things and you're going to turn around. And turn I gathered around. my things and I turned around. <laughs> Hi, Emma. Hi, Clay. Welcome back. Thanks. Did you find love? <laughs> the question I get asked all the time and the answer remains the same. <laughs> who asks you? You. <laughs> yeah. The only person who asks me. But you yes, introduced me to John. I did. I actually don't even honestly remember. We were on your back deck. Oh, it was my – You had had a like, very boozy brunch. Yeah. Like a Saturday day brunch kind of situation. It was, yep, I remember. Honestly, when he, he arrived at the brunch, he just came over, gave me a giant hug, and was like, this is overdue. That was the first day you met John. Yeah. Oh, we met. So we all met, met each other on, on the, the same, same day. day. I was under the impression so we you'd just known him for like. Great friends at brunch because we were like, honestly, we should be friends. There are a lot of things I love about John. He is so high energy, mm. optimistic. He's absolutely a yes person. And as a matter mm. what idea I have, he's down. Welcome to Finding Love. Thank you. Very happy to be here. <laughs> also that, happy to find love. That makes it sound like this is the place you find love. This, <laughs> this is not the place you, <laughs> find, the place you love. find love. So I told you about my podcast today. Yes. You just found out about it today. Just today. And you today. agreed to come tell stories. Yep. So we've established a few baseline things. Mm-hmm. Um, you are interested in finding love. I am interested in finding you love. You once found love. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Still up for debate. But then you lost love. Then I lost love. You say you've been on a bunch of first dates. Not recently, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> but in kind of life. a date desert right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes. When I started this podcast, I was going on a lot of first dates. Okay. Then I decided I hated first dates. I hate first dates. Have you had been on any funny or like really bad first dates? Yes. I have. What horrible you, what makes ones. A bad first... <laughs> horrible ones. Horrible what makes ones. a horrible first date? Um, okay. So... <laughs> About six months ago, I went on a first date with a guy who I met online as well. And he told the the photographs that he shared with me <laughs> were not the person who was sitting at the table when I arrived. Now, most people think that, oh, I'm just going to be, okay, you have that initial like reaction, right? And you're just going to push through it. You're going to be nice. I, the pictures were so drastically different. <laughs> that I could not move my two feet forward to walk in the like any further into the rest. I was just standing there looking at him and I and I was like I I know that this was is the guy. Was it the same person? No. No, not not at all. Person. Not at all. But you knew that because that he stood because he's like waving at me oh, to yeah. come forward. He knew it was you. He knew it was me. I had no clue who he was. <laughs> really? You think that I was just going to arrive and think <laughs> that you are this incredible person who oh well, just told us a small white lie? <laughs> no, no, you were just, <laughs> you're date. a catfish, <laughs> and I didn't even know that still happened. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Why don't you tell me the first date of the person that you found love with? I don't know. Did you have a first date? No. <laughs> okay, so I, I feel like the story that I started telling you is a really good one, but <laughs> it is. Um, oh, it's. It might be a bit too um, personal for this. A, a 
big part of the way our relationship started was because neither he or I were comfortable with our sexuality. And so it was very much about the unspoken nuances and and uh interactions that we would have in public and everything that we shared was really like it's like a learning experience right and it did not happen it didn't start in the best way um so he was actually dating a a friend a girlfriend of mine Mm. and uh it was the summer that makes it a bit more complicated you have no idea he was he was a year older than me and um we had been friends throughout high school. So this was f- freshman year of college. And it was it was me figuring out how to tell him that I liked him and mm. feeling that he felt the same, but not knowing how to pull pull out of him, all right, this is okay, we can share this and it does and it just it doesn't have to be anybody else, it can just be the two of us. Yeah. Um so what I ended up doing was we went to the beach that summer and I wrote a letter and I left it on his bed and I... Um, that was kind of like your first date. It, if that was going to be it, that was... Yes, absolutely. That, that letter. Yeah, that letter. Um, and I was so nervous before he woke up that I just like left uh, the beach house and went down to the beach. So I'm, I'm waiting for him on the beach and he's, he's like walking up to me and he's like, uh, I read the letter and I like you too. But that's all we said that day because we were going to meet our friends later and that there was no real way for us to – we didn't know how to be together in public. We didn't know how Mm. to be together in – outside of these really like shared closet moments, right? And so a week later we had our first kiss and we ended up dating for four years. But it was never public. It was yeah. We never spent holidays together. He was always introduced as like my best friend, right? And my entire family knew him. His entire family knew me. But we had a hidden relationship for yeah, a long time for for the entirety of our relationship. So it was what ended it was um, when I was ready to come out and and I said that you know I'm I'm beyond in love with you and I really want to spend the however long for yeah. whatever amount of time with with you. Like, I don't want it with anyone else. And I think that they, he saw that as um, his opportunity to, to continue to uh, hide who he was. Yeah. And so he told me he didn't feel the same way and wow. um, that he, would, he wasn't ready to, to go down this path. So That was when you lost love? Yep. Yes, four years after thinking I had found it. And I did find it. I mean, I was very... You had love. It was, yeah. It, all of the the elements that make love what love is and what I perceive and feel as love, they were all there. Yeah. I just couldn't share that love widely and openly. I've tried from that point going forward to, <laughs> to find love. <laughs> to find love. And it has not been successful. Um, this is the part where I'm going to play the song Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. <laughs> just it's like the bridge. <laughs> I had to also relearn what a healthy love would look like um, yeah. and how to be okay. That, to find out for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still haven't, no application, no dating site, nothing has really brought someone into my life that <laughs> I feel has 
the potential or the longevity um, aspect that I'm looking for. And I hate first dates. I'm looking for someone who will <laughs> effectively end this first dating experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm hopeful that it will. And John, I know I'm convinced. We're still young. Yeah, we are. We're like in our twenties, yeah. our declining twenties. Declining twenties. Can we talk? Can we <laughs> use a better phrase to describe that? <laughs> I'm just now. I, I'm just now getting uh, you know my momentum back. <laughs> have you gone on any memorable first dates? Yeah, I have. So in the spring of 2016, I went on one right around Mother's Day. Um, so it was right after the Beyonce formation tour. Okay. But that next week I went on a first date with a guy who was, um, who was Jamaican and he, and I had met on a, an, an application. <laughs> one of the calls pages. Them apps. You're the right. first person I've talked to who's ever been like, well, in my application, <laughs> did you fill out a form? Right. <laughs> my, my dating app. <laughs> and he, he, Took Which me. app? I'm sorry, that's a dumb question. Sure, but. no, well, that's there are options, right? Yeah, there's there a lot are, of apps out there. So, Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> that is an app out there. Yeah, yeah, that is one of them. And you know, typically, I don't really think of it in that way, but it actually turned out to be, I think, the perfect platform for me and this guy to meet. I don't think we would have met other way, otherwise. And it was nice. I think I knew it was going to be different because we there were not pictures requested within the first 10 minutes and we were talking about <laughs> politics and science and so he um he's jamaican um and i was finishing up grad school and he was still at the nih working as a postdoc and he was working on a few publications he really didn't have the time neither did i to do something that was fitting but we really wanted to meet each other yeah and so we had our first date at his lab bench <laughs> <laughs> and I thought this was going like to at be his the, workplace. Like at the NIH, I had to go through security <laughs> checkpoint to get there. <laughs> he and he met me like, like in the building tin, talking to you and like looking in the microscope. Like so, what was going his on? experiment was running right. I could see the the gel <laughs> running proteins right, but we were kind of hanging out right beside that and he actually like we had nih coffee mugs that we were drinking coffee out of <laughs> that's like a, it's a unique first date you didn't just like was. go to a bar and have drinks no no not at all no alcohol involved and i think that we ended up talking for probably three hours and it became Damn. <laughs> that's a really big time investment yeah for and somebody who's as busy as both of you and I it mean, did really. not feel that way though it felt like uh he was an old friend by the end. And that's when I knew that I just wanted him to be my friend, though. <laughs> there was no, like... He wasn't Jamaican, you're crazy. <laughs> I was holding on to that for a while. No. For <laughs> Are you I, still friends with him? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> We're still nice. friends, yeah. But I think what it did lack was something that I'm continually on the on the search for, and I hope that it's not elusive. I really do hope that it is, it's an actual quality that when you connect with someone that you could potentially love that it's it's there and it's like i don't What's know how the quality it's this, a spark, is it the right factor? like it's a it's a, right it's this unknown thing this unknown connection and i i think it's kind of immediate and is it i think it probably I, is right but then I there's do. so many relationships that come out of people that are like friends for a long time and yeah that's true too and the spark develops but but i think my personal secret theory is that it's one of those things where you're like yeah it is i think it it's it's kind of this unidentifiable 
it's like chemistry. A meshing, yeah, chemistry. Right? The There's probably a lot of, of different yeah. names for it. Right, all these molecules colliding back and forth in the universe, and yeah, no, I, I, he and I did not have that, and <laughs> that's why we are no longer. That's why we are just friends. But that's what I'm looking for, and I, and I, don't think I'm any closer to finding it now. I guess I need well, to go more. But it, for I don't states. think it's one of those things that you can get close to finding it. You just sort of like. That's very it's true. there. It's right? there. It's there or it's not. Yep. Yep. But what but does that mean? You have to go on first dates to find it. No, we, I'm just kidding. You don't have to. <laughs> yes, but you that's do. probably like you a do, good right? way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, I don't know. No, I do yeah, I think you have to go out on first dates to find it. But like is this world of like you meet people in an app and then that's the way that you meet them and then you have text a little bit and then you go well, don't you think, lab I've always thought know. about this. Like, shouldn't the app look like, isn't for you to choose a person to talk to or for them to message you, don't you think there has to be some initial like a tr- level of attraction, yeah, right? Yeah, there's a possibility. Yeah, right. That then becomes the interaction that you're going to have on this first date becomes dependent on the in-person chemistry, right? Yeah. Okay. I agree with all of that. I think that there should be a way to filter through all of those people. <laughs> <laughs> they say that instead of meeting someone in person, you could like literally have a Skype call or even just talk to somebody over the phone. I think that's really that, – that's. That should be more of a practice, right? Right. Honestly, it's a thing that you could do. Like, you can just call somebody. No, I'm I'm hopeful, though. I, like, 2017 for me is going to be about... Do you have a goal of, like, going on some first dates, yeah. putting yourself out there? Yes, I'm going to put myself out there more. Absolutely. And I, I'm just not sold on the ways that exist for putting ourselves out there. I just feel like it's such an intentional... It takes such intention on our part, like... To get your phone out and to sign on to it, mm-hmm. an application, right? An app, excuse me, not an application. <laughs> <laughs> to sign on to this app and to and to talk to these people through this digital interface and pray and hope that you can get something more than an right. entreaty to come over for other things, right? Mm-hmm. And then hopefully the date will come and you just it's so much time investment up front. I and just feel like maybe the apps could be better by. I think so. Doing like calls or video calls. Like to have that option. Right. I do. I do. I agree. I don't know. But hopefully this year will bring the perfect, the optimal number of first dates. (laughs) (laughs) One. Hopefully one. Queen is a French rapper that I've been following for a long time. It started ever since I discovered his song, Insta. And more recently, I found another track. It's on that same album called... Well, the album's called Nouveau Monde. And the song I want to mention is called Machine Achir. It's literally translated to rear engine, according to Google Translate. Uh, but you can also translate it as backwards machine. In the context of this song... Lafouine is talking about going back in time and using a a time machine, but a very specific type of time machine that you can use to go back in time for a relationship. So here's him singing those lyrics. This is the refrain. He repeats it, like a, I think, four or five times, six times in the song, Machine Achir. And 
I kept listening to this song while I was working on the episode over and over and over again. And I tried to get Emma to help me translate the lyrics because I barely know any French. And she refused. She thought I was procrastinating. And I was procrastinating. But it's relevant. When you translate this refrain, it's weird how much it applies to John. So I asked a few friends, some native French speakers, to help uh, translate this. And I got a couple different translation so the song is called machine Achir. again translates literally to rear engine but it can also mean back in time or rewind turn back time turning back time and after that the second line says it's we're always doing something we shouldn't have done we spoke when we should have stayed quiet and if we could have in between sadness and anger we should go back in time which when you think about the man that John loved and who loved John, it's it's just, it's weird. It's weird how much this refrain from this French rap song makes me think about John. I love the letter. I... The letter, I didn't even, yeah, no. I didn't even know the full letter story, and I was like, wow. Do you know what that is? Do you know what the, was the thing about the letter? The, the thing about John that I was so impressed with when we talked was that was extraordinarily brave. Oh, I have never, ever put myself out there in a romantic way or to get shot down or made myself that vulnerable, ever. It's, I mean, like, to be a closeted gay black man in rural conservative North Carolina who like has a crush on a guy who's dating your friend who's a girl and then write a letter to him saying that you're attracted to him. It it says a lot about John. Right? That's so impressive. Like I talk about how what I'm... At age 17. Exactly. Exactly. Do you know how scared I was of the world when I was 17? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Oh my God. And I think having listened to John's episode... And us talking about this bold act that he took so despite what honestly would have— Huge, obvious risks. <laughs> yeah. I, the fear best of, friend. The fear of rejection would have been more than enough totally to convince me not to do it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but so I just finished reading Trevor Noah's Born a Crime. He has this one section where he talks about himself when he was in high school and he was a freshman and he wasn't, he like is very honest and hilarious about the fact that he was not the cool guy. He was not attractive. He was like the worst, the worst part of puberty when the acne is everywhere <laughs> and he had a fro and never got a haircut. And he wore clothes that were too big. Um, Sounds like a winner. Yeah, right. And so he pretty much quickly established that his way to succeed through high school was to be the funny guy. Mm. So he's like, the cool guys get the girls. I just want to be the funny guy that gets to hang out with all the cool guys and their girls. As a freshman, though, he ends up having a crush on a popular girl. Mm. And because all great life advice comes from rom-coms, he's like, oh, hello, duh. I just need to be friends with her all four years of high school. So Mm. then Mm. senior year, she'll be like, wait. It's always been you. And we'll go to prom. And it's perfect. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's what he's going for. But then, womp, womp, <laughs> homegirl's family moves away. And he finds out from her best friend, who he's friends with, <gasps> that she'd had a crush on him the whole time. 
So they both liked each other, but he's like— Should have left a letter at the beach house. Right? And mm. so that he opens this section. So you don't know what's going to happen. So a great thing about this book, highly recommend that everyone reads it, is that each section is kind of prefaced with a, a teaser. So this section of his life, he writes as the lead. I don't regret anything I've ever done in life, any choice mm. that I've made. But I'm consumed with regret for the things I didn't do, the choices mm. I didn't make, the things I didn't say. We spend so much time being afraid of failure, afraid of rejection. But regret is the thing we should fear most. Failure is an answer. Rejection is an answer. Regret is an internal question you will never have the answer to. What if, if only, I wonder what would have. You will never, never know, and it will haunt you for the rest of your days. I, knowing John, I have high hopes for his future. Finally, time for some credits. This episode is almost over, I promise you. I've This episode has almost killed me. Making it has literally almost killed me. Huge, huge, huge thank you to Emma. Emma has been basically my everything for 10 years. She knows it. Everyone knows us knows that. She's my co-host. She's my muse. Thank you, Emma, for coming on the show. Thank you to John for being vulnerable in front of a stranger, knowing that it's going on the internet. John, you're a freaking badass. I'm just going to say it. I also want to say that I got music from Poddington Bear, my favorite podcast music-making bear (laughs) of the many bears that make music. I also stole music from Lafween and YouTube, so luckily only about 15 people listen to this show, so I probably won't get sued. Also, shout-outs to Jocelyn Frank and Andrea Salenzi. They are amazing, wonderful, and to use a word that I don't use often to describe women, beautiful, pretty women. (laughs) That's just for you, Jocelyn. But Andrea Salenzi is the host of an amazing podcast. It's called YOY. If you listen to it, if you listen to the episode right now, you can hear me talking about how girls are hotter on Bumble because <laughs> what else should I talk about on a podcast that tens of thousands of people listen to? If you are wondering when the next episode is coming and who's going to be on the next episode, keep listening. If you're wondering what Emma and I thought about John this week, you can hear that now. Like, what's John doing now? He is working for a public health is organization. He um, I didn't mean professionally, I meant emotionally. <laughs> I'm sorry oh that God. that's all that people are reduced to, their love lives. He, yeah, his love life is in the same place as when you talk to him. The dumps? <laughs> yeah. You know what, DC is a hard place. <laughs> and that's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. As always, you can find the show on www.findinglovepodcast.com and also Anywhere you find a podcast, you can find this podcast. Please rate, subscribe, share, post it on social media. Let other people know if you like the show. Let me know if you like the show. I've got an email address, findinglovepodcast at gmail.com. And next week, <laughs> next week, like next month, and coming up on Mother's Day. So, I hate you. Fine. I just feel like you should know. <laughs> That's good. I, I hate you in such a way that it's hard to put into words. That works for podcasts. <laughs> I think it's known as heartbroken. It's another, mm-hmm. I see. Bitter. Bitter. I see. Disillusioned. Mm-hmm. Lonely. Mm-hmm. 
these are all of the feelings that I feel and they're all your fault. 